The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A little bit earlier in the show, we were speaking about the state pension changes that are coming down the tracks. Minister for Social Protection Heather Humphreys is with me now. Minister, you're very welcome to the show. What what more can you tell us? What is the government's plan here? Uh, well, first of all, Karen, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, well, the plan here is that the state pension age will remain at 66 and we will move to what is known as a flexible pension age system. And this system is in place in many other European countries and it actually reflects the fact that people are living longer, they're healthier, they may wish to continue working. So if you want to work beyond 66, you will get a higher state pension uh, and we will put in place a sliding scale between ages 66 and 70. And so the longer you work, if you choose to do so, it's entirely optional, the higher your pension will be. And it also gives people who haven't got uh, the full amount of contributions to get a pension at age 66 that they can work on an extra number of years and increase their contributions so they can get a full pension. The second thing we're doing is we're bringing in uh, a new system called uh, total contributions uh, because over the next 10 years we're going to move to this pr- approach. We currently have it, uh, but uh, we're going to bring it in full time. And this was a key recommendation in the Pensions Commission. So basically what that means is people will qualify for a pension based on the number of contributions of years worked. At present, some workers uh, can claim a a full pension uh, based on a yearly average. So that means that maybe somebody started working at 55 and at 66 they would then get a full pension whereby others have paid 40 years contributions before they get a full pension. So I think that's fair and uh, it's more equitable. And the third thing, uh, uh, well, there's a number of measures, but the third main big uh, change here is to carers. And uh, I got agreement for today is in relation to pension cover for our carers. And we all know uh, the huge work that carers do. So uh, under our current system, long-term carers do not qualify for a pension. I wanted to change this. So as part of these reforms, long-term carers of 20 years or more uh, will uh, now have access to a contributory pension. And that uh, reflects the, the really, really important work that they do. So, so what, what exactly are the figures? I mean, somebody retiring at, I, look, I appreciate figures will change every year in budgets and they'll reflect the economic situation. But, uh, you know, somebody retiring today at 65 will get what compared to somebody retiring at 70 under this plan? Yeah, well, somebody retiring today at 66, uh, based on today's rates, it's 253. So broadly speaking, if you want to work on to your 67 uh, and uh, continue, you know, if you want to continue uh, paying your contributions and work on, uh, you will then get uh, an increased pension of roughly between 5 and 6% over the over the 60, age 66 rate. And it increases every year, broadly between 5 and 6%. But again, uh, those are the rate, the indicative rates we put out today are, are Based on today's mm. uh, um, pension rate, but uh, as you know, uh, you you know we're, we're, we um, you know it gives gives people an idea of what it looks like. But I think it's important to say that they're based on today's rates. So the baseline is set at the current maximum contributory pension rate of two fifty three. So we have a budget next week and pension payments could increase then and likewise there will be a budget next year too before this system takes effect and pension payments could then change also. So if they're changed in the budgets, all the rates will automatically go up. Uh, So the one thing I can say with certainty is that all of the rates will actually be higher than those published today. And, uh, you know, the most important thing here is to give people choice. Mm. People are living, uh, you know, into their mid-80s at the minute. The average age is 85. 
uh, and our life expectancy is increasing all the time. In another 10 years, it could be close to, to 90. Uh, uh, you know, today, babies born today are expected to live to 100. So life expectancy is increasing all the time. Uh, so the changes we're making today is future-proofing mm. the pension system so that people can work longer if they want to. Uh, so that's entirely up to them. So if, they, if it suits them maybe to work part-time, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's about giving people that choice. I, 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 I did see some people, Minister, questioning the incentive to work longer. Uh, and the argument they were making was, was one based on numbers, that you'd be given up about 50 grand's worth of pension payments between 65 and 70, and it would probably take you about 15 to 16 years to make back that 50 grand plus, even, in, in, even with the increased payment. Yeah, well, I think people were uh, making that assumption based on the current uh, rates of payment, uh, based on the the age sixty six payment, which is two fifty three. Uh, these these payments uh, will increase as as the basic pension increases every year or whatever. Yeah, but the you know, differential then won't the differential won't change. You know what I mean? Like as in the the what, what the the, the well, starting base rate might go up, but also then if everything is going up on a kind of percentage basis from that point from sixty seven onwards through to seventy, then all those figures will go up as well at the same rate. So the differential will be the same. So the argument will will, will no, still be the same. Be. No, it won't be the same. Over years, the differential will get greater. So it'll it'll be higher as the as as the percentages are added on every year. Uh, and uh, as, again, as I said to you, it's, it's about choices. It most definitely is. And, and it also allows people that haven't, haven't got a full pension, uh, enough credits by age 66 that they can work on and they can uh, get those extra few years they need. Because I'm, I know I talk to people, uh, TDs in the country, and I know from my own constituency office, you have people who come in to me, they're 66, they have about 38 years of contributions to get a reduced pension and they would dearly love to work on the extra two years to get them the full pension. I'm giving them that option now. And I'm giving people option. You don't have to work to 70. You can work at 67. You can work to 68. It's about choices. So is, is, is that the vision you have for the pension system years down the line, when ultimately all of these reforms that all the experts say we need to grasp the nettle and make, that you would have a flexible system that allows people to retire a little bit earlier? Maybe there are manual jobs and, and, and they fear talk of, of increasing the pension age, that you would cater for them and cater for people who are sitting at a desk and can easily go to 70 and beyond. Yeah, well, I think to be fair, uh, what government decided today very, very clearly is that pension age remains at 66. For those that want to work on, uh, they have that choice they can do. So for manual workers, for example, I know many farmers and they're well in their 70s, some of them, and they're happy to work away. And uh, they're they're manual workers. And I do understand uh, that you have people that are working on a building site and they're, they're they're tired, they're worn out. I did bring in uh, a benefit uh, for 65-year-olds uh, in uh, uh, last year, whereby they, they get a, a payment until they reach pension age at 66. And for those people that have uh, that have worked all their life and they find it difficult uh, to, to get up in the morning uh, to face another day's work, well, I am looking at uh, at, uh, at how I can expand that benefit payment. But that's not for today. That's later down the road. I'm going to look at that. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, we wanted to bring in this flexibility to give people mm. the choices. 
But, you know, the pension age is staying at 66. Uh, and then uh, I'm sure you're going to ask me, what about uh, PRSI? Well, so, literally uh, my next question, be- when are we going to increase it and by how much <laughs> to pay for all of this? <laughs> yeah, well... There are going to be increases in PRSI and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and I'm going to be very straight up and say that will definitely happen. So uh, currently uh, we, uh, the Pensions Commission, can I just say, and I want to thank them because they did huge work and, and, and they came up with, uh, with many suggestions that we, have, we will be implementing. The, the one thing that we, 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 have, we would differ on is the rate of increases of PRSI. So currently um, we, uh, we are doing a review of the Social Insurance Fund the Pensions Commission were working off a, a review that was carried out in 2017 that very clearly um, uh, indicated that there would be a deficit of uh, $1 billion in the Social Insurance Fund by the end of 2022. In actual fact, uh, we're now looking at an, a report, uh, uh, you know, we do a review every year, so now we're looking at, at the review that's due at the end of this year, and uh, we're looking at a surplus here. We're actually looking at a surplus close to three billion. So that just goes to show mm. you the economy was performing well. There's higher wages, more PRSI contributions, more people at work. So we're looking at it through a different, uh, you know, through a different lens. Uh, so that means um, when I get that full report at the end of December, I will sit down and uh, okay. we will do uh, we'll do a projection on the increased PRSI that is needed for the next ten years. And uh, we want to do it in, uh, in incrementally. And the fact is that uh, the SIF's in better condition, so the, 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 the increases need not be as high as, 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 okay. we, as, as was originally expected. And I think that's a good thing. And small increases, and just to give you an example on the increases, for example, if we increase the three rates of PRSI by 0.1%, mm. uh, that, for the average worker, that would mean an increase of about 67 cents per week. That would actually generate income of 210 million euro. So you're talking here about small increases generate a lot of income. And we have to make sure that our pension system is sustainable. All right. Well, listen, before I let you go, I know you, I'm sure, like everybody else, appalled uh, at those uh, footage, uh, those images, rather, the footage emerging from Cherry Orchard, the Garda car getting rammed not once but twice uh, last night. I know Drew Harris talking about quite a significant police response to it. What do you think should happen? Yeah, well, I, I think any assault on the Gardaí is completely unacceptable and it's, it's, it's utterly disrespectful of the rule of law and the law-abiding community. And, uh, you know, these people showed contempt for the Gardaí um, and uh, the decent communities in, in Cherry Orchard and it will be investigated and I would urge anyone with any information to contact the Garda Síochána. So uh, a small minority of thugs cannot be allowed to intimidate local communities and law-abiding people who deserve to feel uh, safe in their communities. So in response to concerns of antisocial behaviour in Cherry Orchard and Ballyfermot, the local Gardaí have put plans in place with help, with help from the, the public order unit over the course of weekends. Uh, and the Garda Commissioner has now confirmed that this will okay. be done over the coming days also. So, uh, as I said, terrible scenes. And, uh, you know, we just have to, we have to crack down on this type of behaviour. It's totally unacceptable. Minister for Social Protection, Heather Humphreys. Minister, thanks many for joining us here on the Hard Shoulder. Stay with us after the break. We're going to be talking about an update in a podcast I know lots and lots of you listen to. Got eight years ago now. Is it that long? Serial Season 1. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.